going on, everybody? Welcome back to another special episode of the Vile Files Reality Recap Edition. I am your host, Nick, joined by the household of wonderful Allie from St. Oh, Paul. Oh, I finally got a compliment. Oh, my God. <laughs> Allie's a fisherman. The wonderful Allie from St. Paul. Uh, our sweet boy, Justin, my soon-to-be... Well, you are a mother now. Soon to be, well, how do we? Baby do we say? mama. Well, she already is baby mama, but soon to be not pregnant anymore. Soon to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> soon to be. Natalie Joy. Hello. And our special guest today, friends of show, returning to the Vile Files, the one and only Sierra Robinson. Yay. Hi. And Raina Greenberg. Yay. Hi. How are you ladies doing? So good. I'm good. Been laughing all morning with you guys. I'm having a great time. Today is a big day for us. I'd say so. I think we're going to get induced tonight. But if everything goes according to plan, which knock on wood, so far we've been blessed. Everything's gone pretty ah. like normal-ish. Uh, our daughter will be born over the weekend. Ah, how exciting. Yeah. Natalie, can I just say you're a, a hero? I can't believe you're at work. If I was pregnant for a day, I'd be like, I'm done. Yeah. I'm doing, I'll see you in nine months. Yeah, truly. I that's... can't believe you're here. Was Nick like the character in Finding Nemo in the tank where it's like, today's the day, the sun is shining. <laughs> that was Nick no, this no, that's been me being like, oh my God, it's our last like Monday night. It's our last lunch. It's our last breakfast without a baby like this is our last time we'll hold each other's hand in the car without a baby you know just like very much stretching it out and he's like our life's not gonna change that much it'll be fine no it's i know it's gonna change it's just more like it's more of an addition less than a subtraction yeah you know i don't know for sure i don't think of it as a subtraction but it's just like our lives will be different and it is kind of sad because you do have to like mourn just the two of us because it won't ever yeah. be just the two of us again. Right. <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> this is It'll on. always be just the two of us, baby. It won't. Because we'll have a sweet, beautiful little angel who's just with us all the time. Just <laughs> Yeah. Which will be so cute and can't wait. I think these are very like real, honest feelings that like you should share publicly. And I think that not a lot of people get to say that publicly. Like the, I have to mourn the fact that it is never gonna be just the two of us again. Yeah. And I'm Is that something because I, I haven't really worried about that. Well, two things can exist, right? Like yeah. you can mourn the sad, you can feel sad that it's never just going to be the two of you again and be so excited that, oh my God, it's going to be three of us now. I yeah. just wonder like when, when couples are pregnant, is that, are those feelings more towards like, are my guy feelings normal or are other guys, do they feel like I feel or, or like how I Natalie mean, feels? I they say that like, as soon as you see two lines on a pregnancy test, like, you feel pregnant, you're a mother, you feel it, you're in it, and then it takes the dad, like, seeing the baby. Yeah, yeah. I time. don't think it's hit me yet, for so. sure. Like, I'm fully in it, like, mm -hmm. holding the baby, we we read to her, we talk to her, all that stuff. But it's like, earlier I... early this week, it was like, I kind of joked, but like, so what should we do this weekend? <laughs> Knowing that, like, come most likely Sunday, like, at the latest, mm -hmm. that, like, <laughs> there'll be a baby here. I'm curious to see because I've I've heard that too about the fathers when they hold mm -hmm. their baby for the first time. That's like when that connection happens. And I've heard that it's like 
that's going to be the first time that like you've always like looked at Natalie as just like my love of my life. But like that's the first time it's going to like split. Like, you know what I mean? Where you're like, oh, this love that I have for this child, like nothing's going to stand in between me protecting this baby. Yeah, but I feel like I can feel the same way about both. We'll see. I think we'll see are you worried that I will, won't love you as much, baby? I don't think it's that. Well, you know, I think <laughs> you will definitely have this. I think you will be wrapped around this child's finger. And I'll be like, honey, we, and you're like, sorry, I'm with our daughter right now. <laughs> Never. Get it yourself. <laughs> bitch <laughs> i think your feelings are super normal and i think everybody probably has like a whole roller coaster wave of yeah. feelings like your love for each like your relationship should change That's because you will right. be parents and to be good parents your relationship should change a little bit and like you're gonna like love each other because you're gonna like love watching the other person be a parent like you're gonna like look across the room at your partner and be like look at her go now she's gonna be the best mom yeah she already is the best mom yeah yeah to our dogs no even to yourself and the I mean Nally even last night was doing her nighttime routine and all of her oils on her body I'm like babe take the night off like you know <laughs> she you know she's been so like good at you know taking care of herself and then subsequently taking care of our baby you know very selfishly you know she's she's already been full mom mode you know for a long time yeah so and you seem really proud of it and excited I think it's been great I can't wait for you guys she's been the it's best it's gonna be fun I can't wait to see what she actually looks like because yeah we're very curious about that are, she got are, some very yeah, i don't know lips. they're very they're yeah okay, very chubby cheeks do you think it's normal like you carried the baby for nine months right mm -hmm. if the baby comes out and looks exactly like the father and you're like mother that seems to be the case will. potentially right. <laughs> let me show you she has a picture um it, from the view of the ultrasound okay. she has a prominent nose wait wait <sighs> All right, the the ultrasound tech said unique, um, a unique nose and a big ish head. I have a head the size of a pea, so it's definitely not. Oh, it's Nick. It looks like Nick's face. She, she it, that is Nick's baby. So I have contributed quite literally nothing. And Nick was like, "I hope she. I think she's gonna have my personality." And I'm like, "Okay, what the fuck is she gonna have of me? She's gonna look just like you. <laughs> Maybe once she's like a toddler." But you have to zoom in oh, more. Wow. You can't see. Yeah, zoom in view. a little bit for me. You can't see. I would just be like, I can't believe I did all this work and it looks like you. <laughs> Literally. Spoiler alert. Wow is uh, coming up a couple weeks oh, from now. Sweet. And when we had uh, the pleasure of interviewing Wow for an upcoming episode of Going Deeper. Oh. You know, the, she talked about like the sign, like when she had her daughter, it, she came out looking very much like her father. And I guess now she's more like a spinning image of it's like, like, you know, it goes back thing. to caveman times where you have to like prove that that's the father. And so they come out looking just like the father and then eventually eventually because I really want a lady in, in the tramp city situation. I, I really want our daughter to be her mother. You know. Lady in the, the Tramp situation. You know, the little kids, they at the end of the movie, you oh. know, the daughters look like the mother, you know, and the, the sons look like the father. And oh, like, I know. haven't seen that movie in 35 years. I, all I remembered was the spaghetti kissing. And I was like, yeah, I, that, that I was like, you want them to kiss each other? <laughs> okay. Anyway. So I'd never use the Lady in the Tramp. <laughs> Analogy. Analogy again. Yeah. But it'll be crazy. I, I wonder how long we'll be in this uh stretch for what do you mean i mean we start at 10 p.m tonight they say it's like we'll about see. 24 hours i don't know some of them just come right out a friend of mine is also getting induced two hours after me same hospital same, same hospital? doctor oh my She's gosh got a friend. 
And uh, so fun. we were texting last night and we're like, we're in a race. Like, who's going to who's going to get out first? Who do you think is going to win? Well, I start two hours earlier, so I'm hoping it's me. OK. Do they sometimes but, just slip right out? Yeah. Let's can, hope. After like two hours, just right out of the right out of the cookie. Let's hope. I don't know. I have a lot of fluid. So that's why we are getting induced and not waiting it out for 40 weeks. So I'm getting induced at 30, almost 39. But. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been pregnant for so long because I found out at three weeks. Wow. Like, everyone's like, oh, my gosh, you must be so past your due date. Like, you must be 42 weeks. You must be like, it's like, no, I just found out three days. Well, after. also, her due date has moved around, you know. Uh-huh. It was first the third. And then they were like, she's measuring a little big. And then, like, a couple weeks later, like, oh, she's measuring a little small. I'm like, well, they did change the due date, so I don't know if that matters. So, like, let's just move it back. It was like, okay, just flopping it around. What sign is she going to be? Aquarius. Ooh. But she's I already, like, Aquarius. eight pounds, they said. So she's big girl. She's big girl. <laughs> big girl. Can't. I'll That's report. big bitch. I'll, I'll, report, I'll, <laughs> I'll report back on how that is with a big head and a big I was body. A 10 pound, 11 ounce baby. I was nine, I was nine pounds. Yeah. I was also late, though. My sister I was, was 11. Of course. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> you were I was 10. like six pounds. But I'm five feet tall and you know, I'm little. <sighs> well, we'll circle back. We'll circle back. <laughs> we'll Where do we want to start? Do we want to start with Traders, Vanderpump, Toms? Where do you. <laughs> Well, I actually, I loved your interview with the Toms. I, that's why I'm here today. I DM'd Nick and I was like, the way Natalie pulled that receipt when you guys were arguing about time, yes. I loved it so much. I had to. So I, I loved to. that interview. I thought you guys killed it. Takeaways? I have a list in my note app of just like cringe moments because it was just like watching this man try to get through a sentence. So painful. Mm -hmm. Like he showed up just so disheveled late, the gaslighting of you were also late. And I just like turned to Connor, my boyfriend, and I was like, I just find it hard to believe that Nick showed up an hour late. I definitely wasn't late at all. I I know. I don't, yeah, even, I don't even think I was. I might have been early. There wasn't a yeah. question. Yeah. It was just like, but he just wouldn't let it go. There's, I have a question for you guys. He seemed genuinely annoyed, exacerbated that you guys were asking him questions about like, would you do this again? How would you change things? He seemed like fucking really annoyed with you guys. Like, but I'm like, but you came there to talk about this. This is what we're talking about. And you're like. I don't know. Why does he act like that when like it is his job sort of if you don't want to talk about it, don't be on the show. Yeah. Don't do interviews. Don't be on the show. I think Scandival was emotionally hard on him. Totally. You know, and also like since the Tom episode dropped, like I I'm glad people enjoyed it. I'm not saying Tom doesn't deserve criticism, but, you know, just how people do react online and the reactions and some of the things they say. It's, you think it's, enough is enough. Yeah. It's, it's, you, I think there's a way to have an opinion about Scandival and Tom without being an internet bully, you know, and yeah. without harassing people. And for whatever reason, some people don't do stuff like that. And so, you know, going back to Scandival, listening to Tom Swartz talk, he's not kidding when he was saying how, you know, for two guys, you know, who have been in reality TV for the better part of a decade and have been a part of a bunch of other bullshit that this type of vitriol was on a different level. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and it was, you know, it's one thing to be DM'd or, or get criticism in the comments, but like, I do think, you know, for me, like when I was vilified on The Bachelor, I got a lot of criticism online. It was very tough, but I'd walk into a bar and I was a rock star, you know, and people were like, ah, you know, can I take a picture? And everyone's nice. Every once in a while, you'd run into some 
weirdo who'd pretend to be friends for your, to your face to take a picture and say something rude after the fact. But that was few and far between. And I think the Toms v- via Scandival have dealt with some really aggressive um, harassment. I, yeah, I, I do think he's just lashing out a- yeah. about it. And I think that you both have always said, like, you know, there's two sides to this. You've been a little kinder to him than I think the rest of the Internet. And I think that, like, enough is enough. And it's time to like move on. So I understand him being like, are you fucking serious? But he hasn't done himself any favors by saying like, I feel like I don't listen to him say I regret this so deeply. I can't believe I did this. Who did I become? No, yeah, that's a the way, thing. There's none of that. So that's yeah. my issue, that. too. There's no accountability. And it's like at the same time, what this happened February last year. So it's like you've had plenty of time. You've done plenty of interviews and and podcast and what and he has his own that I'm like that you could formulate a very roundabout paragraph about like how you feel what you've learned and it's just like the idea that being asked after the fact okay so what did you learn from this and it's just like I I don't I don't know man I'm just trying to be a better person and it's just like take just like an ounce of accountability for your actions you're not the victim in the situation but it's very easy for everyone else to move on when you act like you've moved on as well which he doesn't it's also like it's been a year so are you still trying to be a better person or are you a better person because it's been a year so you've had time to change your stripes but also like like he knew all the questions coming in you know yeah Nick had had several conversations with him he's like this is the questions I'm gonna ask you this is how I want this interview to go I'm not trying to beat a dead horse I just you know yeah I was like I told him the goal of the interview like I want you to look good like I want you and Tom to come on and have people hear you guys talk and Think to themselves, all right, you know what? These are a couple guys that maybe have made some choices in the past, but the future might be bright, you know? That was not the tone. He hated me. He did? <laughs> hated well, you me. pulled that receipt. <laughs> you really, <laughs> even the way he spoke to you, though, it We're was ne- just kind of like, in what world? Like, really? just a, an ounce of respect. I do understand what? somebody yeah. just, what, do you what dude? And I was like, he did not just call a pregnant lady dude. <laughs> <laughs> I understand him being like, I'm fucking done with this. It's been a year, like, move on. But there's like a kind way to say that that would make people move on. But it's, it wasn't even about going back to Scandival. No. It wasn't like, right. why did you do this? Right. We didn't even ask him about Rachel. Like, we didn't even get into the all of the shit that Rachel's saying exactly, on her yeah. show. Yeah. Like, it wasn't about going back there and, the re- and relitigating that. So, yeah, you just said, just... What did you learn? And how have you grown? And he was like, Are you fucking are you serious? <laughs> and I was like, Are you fucking serious? It's <laughs> a normal question. I was like, Even the 45 minutes late and bringing in the photo to like have the talking topic of Lala and, and the animal conservation, I was just like, You're 45 minutes late. You have zero humility and you want to bring up a headline from two weeks ago as your opening statement. What was your takeaway on Schwartz? Schwartz, I I feel like at least, I I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Sandoval made him look better. I don't know. I'm just like, he at least sounds like he has experienced some form of growth and articulation. It's just, it's so sad because it's like he lives so much in the past and he's just like, I don't want to be a sad sack, but you know here I go. And then it's like, uh, but my divorce, my, like, it's been very hard. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like he constantly kind of lives in that place and then gets close to being like, but I'm doing good. I'm doing hi. Hi. Yeah. I don't know what that was. I I used to feel for him because I was like, you know, he's lost so much via this other person in his business. And he does seem to want to like finish Tom Sandoval's sentences because he's like, I can do this better than you. I can sound more empathetic than you. I can give you the words. But 
Then I, I learned that he actually knew about this the whole time, like yeah. since day one. Allegedly. Allegedly. And then you say to yourself, like, what kind of person would do that? And I had this long discussion last night with a friend. Like, if Ashley, the co-host of my show, my best friend in the world, was cheating on her partner and was constantly using me as a shield for that, I wouldn't tell the partner, but her and I would no longer be friends. I couldn't, like, watch her do that just over and over and over again. Oh, yeah, you would have a hard conversation with her, kind of like, what are you doing? Yeah. I can't believe you. You're going to need to stop this. Right. We can't keep being friends if you keep doing this. Yeah, I can't and watch you would you hold do her this. accountable. Yeah, I wouldn't tell the friend because I just yeah. I think you don't really it's hard to step in. I But I would be like, we're no longer going to be friends. You know, that. it's, right? it's as if yeah. their friendship operates under the premise that no matter what, n truly, no matter what, they will always be friends. Yeah. And even if one of them makes choices that are damaging to the group, the friendship, the other people, the business. <laughs> They'll still be friends. It's giving like like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah. Like for me, like like Sham Schwartz with Tom Sandoval that it's like, because even when he was speaking his truth and then he noticed that Sandoval was getting upset about it, he would like backtrack and be like, yeah, but no, 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 let me clarify. And it's just like, it's okay like to say hard things about your friend and they have to accept that because it's being honest. You know, it's checking them where they're at versus enabling them to continue with the bad behavior. But it's just like, he's so like, yeah, but if you're mad at me, then, then, and I'm like, then what? That's why I asked if they've ever had an orgy. I was like, <laughs> well, y'all gotta, gotta be connected in some sort of way that we don't know about. Cause it's, this is <laughs> make interesting. It make sense. He's capable. <laughs> he's capable. I loved it. And I was like, oh my God, if she gets the tea that they had an orgy right now, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. and I also loved when, uh, short said to you he was like what would you have done differently and just nick just nonchalant was just like i would do it all differently i would have done that entirely differently <laughs> and it was just like yeah like hold your friend accountable i've always been the, the, tom and i are very different friends swartz because I, I i've joked like i've never been a best man i've been a groomsman so many times i am that friend who's I'm not the guy who will always take a shot with you. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not the, yeah, man, let's fucking go. I'm not the guy who's, I'm sometimes a Debbie Downer. Because every once in a while, I'm their friend who's like, I don't know. I don't know if we should do that. I don't know. If, yeah, you're I don't... kind of ride or die, but you're like, I don't see why we have to die. Yeah. Like, can't we just <laughs> chill a little bit? Yeah. I understand that. And, I'm, like, and that's why, like, I'm not the bet, like, the, the guy who's always, always there, no matter if I want to be a fuck, he's a fuck with me. I'm not. <laughs> I am not that friend, you know? Uh, I don't think that you have. I just, I couldn't watch somebody do something so duplicitous, so horrible to another person that I also care about every single day for so long and involve me in it and know that we are now business partners. My name is on a business with you and like just continue to be your friend. I just couldn't do it. Right. I still very much wish both of them the best. And I and I really sure. I really want Tom Sandoval to turn a corner in his life. I really do. Maybe I'm crazy. I, I see good in him. I do. But unfortunately, like I said last episode, it's as long as your interests align with his, he can be an amazing friend. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know? Uh, yeah. As long as you both want the same thing, whatever that is. You know, if you're in a relationship or a friendship, as long as you're both like, yeah, I want this, you, he will be an amazing friend. But uh -huh. as, as soon as that moment changes as soon as your interests aren't aligned as soon as you want slightly different things sandoval's gonna sandoval yeah it's interesting because he's like the biggest villain in america and for like nine seasons i had really no feelings about him he just seemed like a guy you guys have watched most of it some of it we're like halfway through he i watched just... all of it and i found him irritating the whole time irritating yeah. but not like a terrible person not like a cheat on my 
10 year long relationship with her close friend. He cheated like season two. <laughs> <laughs> I was a kid at cheating scandal season two, season five. That's like, true. All right, he did. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You know, I guess other Jax was like so crazy. It like he paled in well, comparison. That's a, well, yeah, that's, Jax that's, was so bad. That's what I said too. I was like, my big thing was that Jax was in the forefront and his relationship was so much in the forefront that it was like, nobody else was like, oh, you are who you hang out with. There's no way that these two other boneheads are doing the same thing. And it's like, no, they very much are. It's just we can throw Jax under the bus and we look. That's true. It's what magicians do. It's yeah. what's it called? A diversion. It's like, hey, look over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, hey, look over here. But do you know what That's the true. good news is for Sandoval? What? Nowhere to go but up. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Like, you know, it's been a year that our our episode with them, the big takeaway is, yeah same time but he will always get a chance to to show people that he's changed six months from now if tom you know he people might be more reluctant they might have a hard time believing it at first but if if he actually one day wakes up looks in the mirror and says wait what am i doing yeah why what am i doing you know and actually has a i don't want to be like this i want to i'm going to focus on my choices i'm not going to focus on anyone else i'm not going to focus on why my choices, what happened to me to cause me to choose what I did and make those excuses, mm-hmm. people will give them a chance. They will. So let me ask you guys what you think. So the first episode came out. Raquel obviously didn't. Rachel, whatever, didn't film. Tom actually has the opportunity to do this. Do you think it's a mistake she did not go back and then started this podcast? Huge. You think yeah. it's a huge mistake huge she didn't mistake. go back? Yeah. Like, I know, I know I have a lot of friends who have podcasts at iHeart. It's an interesting world over there. Okay. And I think Raquel is just basically went from one environment where she is being coerced or pushed to share her story into another environment where she's also being pushed to share her story. And she chose to take some money and start a podcast with the idea that she'd have creative control, which I know I heart not so much, totally. And she's all, all she's doing is just recamping Vanderpump. Yeah. Yeah. So why not go on TV and stand up for yourself and knowing that in reality TV, they love a they love a, a rebound. They love a comeback. And Rachel was really, despite her mistakes, the way Lala and James and the rest of the gang at the reunion treated Rachel was uncalled for. You know, a lot. It was a lot. And so she had every opportunity to bounce back. You know, I, I get it. Protect your mental health. Stay away. Move on. I want nothing to do with this. But th- she hasn't. She has very much not moved on. She I, has yeah. just tried to control the narrative in her own way, but she hasn't done that. You could argue you still have very much to do with this. Actually, all you're doing is reliving what happened in the past instead of having conversations to move forward with people. Yeah. And listen, I watch Lala on TV. I think she's I, I like her one on one. We've done her podcast. I think she's smart, funny, cool. But like the arguments she's had with people, I wouldn't want to be talked to like that. That would terrify me. And so, like, I understand me scared to walk into the lion's den with these people who are could rip you to shreds publicly. Mm-hmm. But is it any better to just go on your own podcast and in a vacuum exist and just recap the past? Like, yeah. What does that do for you? Now you're giving them content to talk about. We're talking about it. <laughs> All the other Vanderpump podcasts, they're going to be talking about it. Yeah, she's definitely not removed herself from the situation. And you definitely can't move and grow and become a better person if you're still stuck living that same life every single day, Mm -hmm. which it seems like she can't get out of. 
And I feel for, I do feel for Rachel. I think she keeps getting a lot of bad advice from people who don't have her actual best interest in mind, starting with Bethany. I don't think Bethany had her best interest in mind. I don't think the people she's doing a podcast with have her best interest in mind. And it's kind of sad. I mean, I, I respect her decision to profit from this, to be honest. And I want to like put that in context. Everybody else around her has profited from this. Like Lala got to sell all that merch. I bought some. I love to send it to Daryl's shirt. <laughs> and, you know, Sheena and all their podcasts shot up the charts. And I think Raquel's like, well, I want to benefit from this financially, too. And I think most people in the world would be like, she, she shouldn't get to because what she did was horrifying. But I think she's just like, let me throw my hat in the ring, too, and make some money like everybody else. I'm not saying you deserve to. She like really ruined somebody's life. According to like allegedly, she made like what 200k plus off of the last season. So it's also kind of like you having the main storyline of this coming season. Like who knows what she could have been able to ask for and still profit off of it. But it's like exactly what you guys were saying. There's actual conversations being had and seeing it in real time versus hearing a repetitive narrative being spoken about over and over again from one side. You know, yeah. It, It just makes it feel like all the work she did in this facility was disingenuous because it's like you come out and then you're like, let's talk about it. Well, that's where (laughs) I feel for her because I think there may be situations where let's say, I mean, I'm assuming she's still in therapy or, or, or has some sort of like mental health advocate. Mm -hmm. Like her plan for this show was different. Yes. And now it's turned into a, pushed her to a a tell all, a, a tell all. Got it. And I and I I think she's making a show that she deep down doesn't want to make. But at the at the end of the day, she's an adult and she has to be held accountable for her choices. And do I have empathy for her? Do I feel bad for her? Um yes, I do. I really I really do. But she's gotta start surrounding herself with people who actually have her best interest in mind. And she has to have her own best interest in mind too, because at some point you do have to actually say, no, I, I want to remove myself from the situation or I do want to move on. And I think right now Rachel is, you know, and I can understand the, does she, is she really ready to move on from the limelight, the attention, the social media of it all, the opportunities that come with it? It's, it's a very difficult proposition. I mean, there are times before I started this show and me leaving the Bachelor franchise and, uh, you know, I had a bunch of opportunities. Um, come my way it was all like one-offs so it was like what if I don't come up with anything what if I don't do anything and the idea of going from this literally fantasy world that I'm had been living in to like what if I have to go sell software again Mm -hmm. I might have to do that yeah you know and to humble yourself to go back is a scary thing you know I knew I might have to do it and I would have to maybe humble myself but that's a weird feeling to go from you know, red carpets. Totally. Uh, hanging out with like real celebrities to the proposition of being like, hey, let me tell you about some software. <laughs> you know, like, I agree. It's a scary feeling. I think that there's like, she can't win. Like, there's no way for her to win except for if she just kind of goes away. But I guess what you're saying is like the thought of going, like, what is she going to, she's going to go work at like pet store. Right. And I, I, yeah, I hate that she doesn't have many options. I, I wish it would have maybe been a bit more of an open environment for her to come back on the show. But I can see how scary that would have been, what, two months after reunion, like starting negotiations and after leaving that and being in this facility. Like, I can totally see where she was like, I can't. 
I can't put myself oh, sure. back in The this. show fucked up because w- the day after they got the, the last reunion aired, Nat and I went to lunch and we ran in to Vanderpump producers meeting with Allie to talk about the next season. I mean, they were going into next season. Yeah. And so there was no time to like decompress or unwind. And so you went from foreshadowing, talking about the basher, actual verbal abuse, (laughs) (laughs) actual bullying um, by the hands of Lala and James and, well, Sheena wasn't in the same room, but like just pretty much the whole gang to, you know, I I get why, yeah, to Natalie's point, it's, I think the show, I think they, they, they got it wrong a little bit. They, they overplayed their hand just a tad. Right. I think uh, they were making so much money from the viewership. Like, who was going to tell Lala to sit down and be a little more quiet because they were printing money, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then you admit that you're, culp- that you're culpable by saying, you know, stop this and trying to control the situation. And then what she can sue Bravo for distress and things like that. What do you think of Lala opening episode one being the we should give her a chance after following the reunion? I mean, what as do you a, think of her timing as a viewer with like the the more like it, it's very hard to take that as genuine. You know what I mean? Like I'm like in my head, I was like, is there was there a bonus offered if you were being willing to film with her since we didn't know she was coming back? Because I'm like, it doesn't make sense to me. You were the one jumping out of the seat saying we are not the same. I was not your best friend. All of these things. And then all of a sudden you're the one that wants to step outside on the landing dock and be like, hey, by the way. I, I'm I'm ready to to be your friend, and I get where you're coming from. Like you literally ate her alive for an entire season for calling you a mistress, and now you're saying you 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 were that. It would have landed better for me if Lala, and maybe she has on her own show or, or things like that. But Lala is a reactive person, mm-hmm. and I get it. She's great TV, and, and we need that to have great TV. But I think it would have landed better for me if Lala would have said, "We we are all works in progress," and. I've learned that I can be still reactive. And when I get reactive, I can say very harsh and cruel and mean things. And that's something I have to work on. And I shouldn't have acted that way. Instead, it was more like, now I'm willing to give you a chance, Rachel. You know, it <laughs> no was, one will film with you. So <laughs> Yeah. There wasn't a lot of accountability on, on Lala's behavior, at least on the episode. You know, maybe Lala has talked about it in other spaces. But I've dated people who are reactive. And I'm sorry, like you being nice the next day after I had to listen to 45 minutes of you fucking piece of shit. How fucking dare you? Fuck you. Blah, 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 blah. I'm no, like the next day of like, Hey, you know, like I was mad. (laughs) Well, you know, like that is, that wasn't me. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And, and Lala has demonstrated that's kind of how she fights. Mm -hmm. She's just like, what does she were, you know? And she kind of like talks it like, oh, whatever, that's just me. I have a sharp tag. (laughs) What she was so upset about was Raquel saying, if I don't have Tom, I don't have anyone. And that was in the same episode as the last reunion, right? That they had that little one-on-one with where she said that. So you had all this time to reach out to Rachel, but you waited until cameras were up. Maybe you had to. Maybe they were like, if you're going to do yeah, this, you, don't you think have that to was do it on camera. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you you didn't have these feelings when you watched it and you weren't like, oh, my God, let me immediately text her and reach out because that I know that feeling. I hate that feeling. I don't want her to feel that. It was like, mm, let me give it eight months. Camera's up. And then I'm going to be a good person. 
I just always remind myself that like this is a television show. So like what you just said is rational and normal. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, if we lived in the regular real world, I would call somebody not with the cameras up. But if I'm on television and it's my job to be on television, I'm waiting until episode one. I'm going to be the one to leave her the voicemail. I'm going to get the bonus check for getting her back on the show. I just I yeah. guess I like I forget that like these there is their job to be on TV. I guess it's just like because they did show a like flashback of Ariana texting Schwartz on Watch What Happens Live and Sheena texting Tom when right. uh, Ali died. And it's like we could have had that same moment and it would have felt a little bit more real. Genuine. Genuine. Yeah. But and totally. it's also the like sit down with like Lisa Vanderpump, have this conversation. And then it's like, well, now that we've confirmed it, here yeah. I go. I'll call right now. Right now. Right here at this party. Yeah. I'm going to step outside. Supporting Ariana. Into the alley and send her a voice note. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's so hard for you to be in your ex's bar and this is where everything went down. But let me just make a phone call real quick. I'll be right back. Yeah. I'm circle back. It's just lazy to me on the t- on the producers. Like, hey, why are the, they at Tom Thomas, by the way? I don't know. Oh, they're there because like James, James has spinning. a DJ set but he in can West do that Hollywood. They could literally do that anywhere. <laughs> and they've been to so many. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ariana, for our first... We're going to traumatize Episode you. Episode back. Let's go to Tom Tom's. Yeah. Well, they're like, because we'll Tom can't be there. He's filming special forces <laughs> with me. Um, let's go to Tom Tom's. Yeah. TV is so funny. You know, because they're just like, let's traumatize her. We'll catch it on camera. <laughs> you know? Really? I watched the episode and I was like a little bored, but then I was like, how could anything live up to what we've already seen play out? We watched clips of them on page six walk into filming that episode. Yeah. And so, like, how could anything really ever live up to it? Well, and then I I watched the interview before watching the episode. So I was, like, in Vanderpump mode. But it was just, like, after watching that, I was like, yeah, there's not much going on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're like, wow, that podcast episode was so (laughs) dramatic and juicy. Sorry, bravo. And then you're like, (laughs) I was watching the show, like, he wasn't even in the episode. And I didn't even, like, realize Until they did the like flashes of his face haunting everyone. And I was like, oh, he's coming next episode. He's coming home. What storylines if are you most interested in playing out this season? Well, after your uh, interview with Katie and Dana, I'm very curious again with the whole Sheena Schwartz situation. I'm sure it's minuscule, but at the same time, it's just so weird after watching like, years of, of Vanderpump and their history and knowing how Katie reacts to things and knowing that Katie's still cool with Sheena. I'm just like, how did that play out? Cause I'm like, I, at the end of the day, it's just like, it's showing that this girl's still capable of betrayal. This girl has a history of like pushing people on them that she, I guess, wants to hook up with herself. Cause I mean, it's an old season, but there was the season with Brittany and Adam where she was pushing Brittany to break up with Jax to get with Adam. And then the next season she's dating Adam. So it's just like, why are you sitting here pushing Rachel on Tom Schwartz? And then it comes out the next season that you made out with him. Like, it's 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 weird. Yeah, it is weird. That's I'm, I, I, I think it's going to be, unfortunately, much smaller than they're making it because it's always yeah. how it is. Yeah. When they're like, this is the biggest drama of the episode, the season. And then it's like, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> um, And Katie didn't seem... And maybe that's just her being a great a pro. A pro, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, when we asked her about it, she was just like, mm, "Yeah, big. she was a little mum about it." Yeah, she was like, "Whatever." You know what I like about this season? I think we're gonna see is they've like fully broken the fourth wall. I feel like for ten seasons, we're supposed to believe that these people are not crazy famous that they just like work at Sir. And now you see Lala saying like, 
Randall is suing me so that I won't put my daughter on Vanderpump Rules. Mm -hmm. Like you see her in an interview say, and I was like, oh my, they're like really going to acknowledge this. And then the last scene of the episode, they kind of foreshadow, I think that like the tides are going to turn on Ariana a little bit because they have her like up dancing, creating this like big scene in front of this big group of girls. And I think they kind of foreshadow that like the tides might turn a little bit. People might get a little sick of her. Well, the big question is, is how much is Ariana going to lean in? And Sandoval referred to that, you know, and I obviously pushed back, but it, like there is a line where Ariana can maybe cross to the point where it's like, all right, girl, like, yes, you were heartbroken. Yes, this sucks, but maybe it is time not to lean into your pain. And I think the audience will have a limited appetite for how much Ariana yeah. leans in. They have no appetite for Tom telling Ariana when it's okay or totally. when it's not, mm -hmm. right? Like that's literally like totally. But I do think the audience is kind of like, okay, yes, it it sucked. But you know, we, we are on Broadway. A lot of us yeah, have been through are, this. Yes. Yeah, we're like, let's. I let's think move about forward. that a yeah. little bit, where I'm like, I'm a little sick of this. Like, you've become a millionaire because of this. How many of us have been cheated on and got nothing out of it? But <laughs> I'm also like, all right, she's playing the cards she was dealt, and I would play them too. Yeah. No, she she should take all take. Yeah take all the opportunities that come your way it just will come down to you know in those moments does she sit there while all her friends you know that they're always have these cameos on are like oh no it's okay like let's protect our you know like how many times does she lean in to i'm triggered you know totally. i can't do this right now and having all the friends be like oh is ariana okay is ariana okay versus you know i want to see ariana on tables dancing i want to see her moving on with her life mm -hmm. and having a ball and going on Broadway and, and taking advantage of every opportunity that has come her way as a result of Scandaval. It just comes down to how much pity totally. she is trying to further gain from her friends or the audience. And you have somebody like Lala going, hey, hello, this happened to me too. And with a child. Yeah. And, you know, so I think that other people are like, I didn't get a dollar out of me being oh, cheated. I mean, what happened to Lala on, on its face? way harder brutal way, brutal i mean scarier yeah that to real get, money i mean real other people involved yeah like uh, a child's life and <laughs> someone who you could argue has mastermind capabilities oh randall yeah randall. so connected okay. like, tom sandoval's not a mastermind he's selfish yeah yes he can be manipulative sure but he's i just don't see he's mastermind. not playing chess yeah you no know. <laughs> no <laughs> You know, barely checkers. <laughs> so I do empathize with Lalo when it comes to that, because that shit, what she had to go through with Randall and is still going through. That's right. the thing. When you have a kid with someone and it doesn't work out, no, to be honest, because we are connected. But like, if it doesn't work <laughs> out, um, scary stuff, especially if they're monsters. And Randall is. Totally. Yeah. And, you know, I understand it. Listen, I obsess about this thing about all day, every day. I think people are like, well, Lala, you were you broke up his family. So why did you not think that this would happen to your family? But regardless, she's still a person that's happened to her. It's horrible. And she does. I understand her anger a little bit of like, no one felt bad for me. Yeah. yeah. You know? No, it's it's messy and, and it's, complicated. I, for me, I'm like, it's 10 times worse. Like, again, for I'm like, I, not to take away from like the cheating, because again, a nine year relationship and getting cheated on 
with your be- with your best friend devastating but yeah with a child involved the amount of money the lifestyle just all of these things that are now changed shifted she's in constant lawsuits constant like for custody like the- these aren't baby the- these aren't things to where a new boyfriend's gonna fix it no. you know totally and they last for years well we will oh. see how the season unfolds <sighs> Shopify! Hey, all you sellers out there, small business owners, are you selling on Shopify? If not, then what are you doing? Honestly, uh, when it comes to running an e-commerce business, there is no better platform than Shopify. And I know this from personal experience. We use it at the Vile Files for our merch. So many small businesses have grown and scaled with Shopify. And that's what's so great about it is that it's right for any business. doesn't matter if you're a business of one selling widgets out of your garage or you have thousands of employees and you have storefronts and things like that shopify has all the solutions for you and your team and scales with your business when you grow their analytics that they offer uh, are amazing you can do essentially everything on shopify on your phone uh you can adjust your inventory the cha-ching when you make a sale is so rewarding cancel orders, update orders, give your customer insights. It's incredible. A lot of plugins, a lot of apps that uh, just make your Shopify experience that much more robust. You can make great websites directly through Shopify. It's drag and drag and drop functionality. So honestly, you don't even have to be a programmer to change some of the functionality. It's super easy to use. Shopify helps you Turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Whether you are selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever or whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Just know that Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce businesses in the U.S. That is incredible. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash V-I-A-L-L. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Again, that's all lowercase. Now to grow your business no matter what stage you are in. Shopify.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Again, that's Shopify.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Uh, If you're looking to upgrade your closet today with some high quality pieces, you got to check out Quince, whether it's getting that cashmere crew neck sweater or that leather jacket you've been always dying to have. Quince has a great selection of some incredibly unique pieces that do not break the bank, like cashmere crew neck sweater, $59, (laughs) 100% leather jacket, no problem, bargain prices for incredible pieces at Quince. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices along with premium fabrics and finishes. We certainly love all of that. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. What I love about Quince as well is they have such a variety. So not only can you find things for your closet, you can find things for your home as well, whether it's the kitchen or your living room, decor or staples. I definitely wanted to kind of redo my closet and I got everything from workout clothes to like this beautiful midi length uh, skirt and like a fun halter top that I can mix and match with a bunch of things. And whether I'm wearing them out or to the gym, they're all really, really soft, high quality. And I love that they can kind of, again, mix and match with everything. And they're just like really good staples. So you don't just get to wear it once. You can 
wear it for a lot of different occasions. Upgrade your closets with Quince. Go to quince.com slash V-I-A-L-L for free shipping and 365-day returns on your order. That's quince, Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash V-I-A-L-L to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash V-I-A-L-L. Are you uh, ladies watching Traders at all? It's uh, 99's new favorite show. Okay, I'm not, but I would love to hear more about mm. it. There's so many Bravos yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. You would love. It's a real great reality TV mashup. It's wild. I can dance with the stars on there. Yeah. And the yeah. challenge, I'm like, this you is the crazy. You the challenge, dance with stars. You got Bachelor, Big Brother, Big Brother Survivor, Real Housewives. Real Housewives. And it gets clicky. Below Deck. Yeah, Below Deck. Oh. Allie, who, who is, tell me about, Kate. What's her, Kate, who is she? I know you're a big Below Kate Deck Kate Chastain. Yeah. Love her. Okay. So when you think about Below Deck, you're going to have like different franchises. So there's like the original Below Deck. There's Below Deck Mediterranean. There's Below Deck Down Under. I think there's also like Below Deck Adventure. And typically like people who come back are not only like the captain, but a lot of the chief stews are recurring characters as well. So like the big ones that come to mind are Kate Chastain, Hannah, who's I don't think no longer with the show. Um, Aisha is usually on the down under. But Kate Chastain is like one of the like longest OGs. Like I would put her up there with Captain Lee of just kind of being like the face of Below Deck. Okay, yeah, because I know who Captain Lee is. She's the other probably like most famous person from the show, except for that really hot. Captain guy, but he's like Australian or something. Captain Jason. <laughs> my God, he's so hot. What does he look? Who is who is Captain? What is oh Captain my God? Jason? So, so Captain hot. Jason <laughs> is the down under captain, and Aisha's his chief stew. But everyone's like, the captain is so hot. Alec, Alec can you see what's he look like? I want to see so <laughs> yeah, hot. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like if I built a man, it would be him. Oh, BravoCon went wild over him. Like all of the Bravo celebrities there, like right. the single females. Yeah. Yep, every single one would get on a panel Even and be like fans and celebrities. Uh, yeah. yeah, but we're talking like the girl women on the shows they would be like on a panel being like um but captain captain jason he's so hot it's crazy look at that salt picture on that right those eyes watching a yeah. uh, big body and then he's like vulnerable to like having like asia put the the uh contacts in his eyes for him because he can't do it himself you're like oh you're so big and have that accent <laughs> oh, there's him you and need Shia. help <laughs> Oh, well, that's what Sheena got in trouble for during BravoCon, because she said that she went up to Sandoval's room because she was having such an interesting conversation with Captain Jason. Huh? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I'm, what? I, that's not even allegedly. It's like she's talked about it. She said that that's why she went up to the room and she got in trouble because everyone was like, I can't believe you'd go to Sandoval's room for BravoCon. Oh, she went to Sandoval's room. Because he was oh. having an after party. I thought she went to... Ca- oh. oh, it was an after party. It wasn't like she didn't yeah. privately go upstairs so to she Jason. Just, so she said that she went up to Sandoval's room to like have to finish of her conversation with Captain Jason. Of course Sandoval was having a, a, a Michael Scott <laughs> hotel room. Yeah. <laughs> Party alone with the strobe light on. He's like, people are trickling in and out. (laughs) Of course, of course. (laughs) Anyways, Uh, Kate Chastain, biggest star of the franchise, probably besides Captain Lee. Spoiler alert: We 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 are in episode six. If you are if you aren't watching Traders, we we do we will be talking spoilers through episode six. By the way, it's on Peacock every Thursday at uh, nine p.m. Eastern. Uh, for you guys to check out. But would you believe that Peter Weber, Bachelor? I am so legend. shook by this because you have all these like reality show people and you have all these like physical competition people and you're like, they're going to win. Of course they are. Peter? People Peter. sleep on Bachelor contestants. I mean, look at their special forces track record with Hannah Brown, Tyler, and myself. And I think Ari did season one of Traders. I think he was a finalist. Wow. 
Hannah Brown, well, special like you know, Dancing with the Stars. The ladies on Dancing with the Stars have always done quite well. I watched um, a little bit of the first season, but I didn't get far. But I'm like, it is, I feel like, more of a game of minds, even though there's challenges and puzzles and things. Yeah. I'm like, at the end of the day, it really is scheming mm-hmm. and, and hiding your identity if you're one of the people, right? Yeah, that's the best part is because you know who the traitors are, you know who the faithful are, and you see these reality TV stars scheme. Like, you, you, you're in the know, especially for Bachelor fans. I think it's fascinating about it because Bachelor... Everyone has to, whatever, regardless of whether their truth is, it's I'm here for love, mm-hmm. you know, and that's all I'm here for. I'm not here to scheme. I'm not here to strategize. I'm not trying to go farther than the love I'm feeling allows me to, <laughs> you know. And so in other shows like Survivor or Big Brother, that, that's the game. So they're openly talking about it. And so I think all these Bachelor contestants, A, are slept on because they're just seen as these pretty faces. And two, so they're very <laughs> uncomfortable going on these shows and, and talking about their plan. Yeah. And so I think they f- fly under the radar often. Every episode, they at the end, every, there's like a round table and they all vote out who they think is a traitor. Mm-hmm. And they've gotten it wrong every single time. And then Peter was like, I have a plan. We're not, you can get shields to protect yourself. And if you find them throughout the challenge, then like you can't be murdered off. And so Peter's like, we're going to tell these three people who I think are traitors. And we're going to tell them that I found a shield. And really, these two other people found a shield. And so if those if one of those two people get murdered, we know who the traitors are because they were the only ones. Oh, he's real. Scary. Right. It yeah. was really and like he already guessed two of there's three traitors. And he was like, I know two, two of them. them. Yeah. And everyone else was like, so wrong. Everyone else in this show, it's just like a, the Salem witch trials. If they rub you the wrong way, you're like, traitor. <laughs> and everyone's like, yeah. And Peter sits back. He's observing. He's like he does thoughtful. Fly under the radar. He's flying under the radar. And he's killing it. Pedra, yeah. I, I, love, I love watching her. She's hysterical. And like, I would immediately be like, it's got to be her. She's so spicy. But- so it's Phaedra, Parvati, and Dan, who are the three mm-hmm. traitors. Um, Parvati Bing's survivor, Dan, big brother, and then Phaedra housewife. And so Peter's like, it's either Parvati or Dan. I also told CT, but I think, I don't think he is one. And so they get to the round table and Dan is like, I just want everyone to be able to hear me out. Like, just be open. I have been watching someone from the very beginning. And he basically like, you would think, oh, I'm going to turn on Parvati because everyone's already kind of on edge with her. But he goes full on Phaedra. Like, no one was thinking about Phaedra. No one. No one. And everyone's like, it's either Parvati or Dan. And Crazy. And he, yeah, he shines a spotlight at Phaedra, <laughs> which I thought was kind of a weird move. I actually, I'm a little confused about, so I, I sort of, I understand the show. I'm watching the show. But like, why, what's the benefit of turning on each other? Well, at the end of the day, like The Bachelor. It's you're you only have one teammate and it's yourself. Got it. Okay. You know, there's only one winner. There can only be one. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. So like prior to getting the end, there's alliances and things like that, okay. which is kind of fascinating because it's it's very bachelor in a way without bachelors. just more like everyone's pretending it's not traitors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, um, and traders just like naming the thing that they're doing. That is um, really funny. Like this, this episode that we'll talk about of The Bachelor, like that is very much what's happening is they're all like trying to get the other one voted off the island. Yeah. 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 And it's uh, but it, it ends on a cliffhanger. 
so like at the end of every episode, they get to identify a traitor. They Dan got identified finally. So finally, they they kicked off an actual traitor. You know, they, Peter got it right, and Peter is like there. He's referred to as the bloodhound, the detective of the group, and they're kind of getting because there's this click of faithful that like we know we're all faithfuls. It's like like we go to church, you know. <laughs> You know, like some people are like, no, I believe in God. And, and the other people like, are like, but do you go to church? Because we go to church. And Peter's group is like. It's like Trishel from Real World and Kevin from Bling Empire and Peter Weber. And it's just like a, a politician. Yeah, an actual John, politician an from actual Parliament on, on from London or something. Yeah. What? I thought. Yeah. Yeah, the the politician comes out of nowhere, <laughs> and this boxer hey, didn't like a, a boxer. He sent himself home because he said it was like. Oh yeah, he's been gone for. A he's minute. been gone. Yeah. Um. Oh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. That's who I would have named as one of the killers because he's so under the radar. Like, who even knows who that is? I was like struggling to like he truly, think of what show he was I on. Kevin is so sparkly. He's he's sexy. You find him sexy. I think he's a good looking man. Yeah, no, definitely. He, no. Wait, what does sparkly he's incredibly... mean? Oh, what does sparkly mean then? Yeah. I thought you meant just like hot. He, he is a he is a living Kendall. He's perfect. Uh, I mean, he's just everything's that. just kind of <laughs> over his head. He's always checking his hair. Everything's I mean, in perfect spot. I think he, when Dan said, I don't think Peter is savvy enough to have put this plan together. I think he probably yeah. should have been talking about, about Kevin. Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Kevin, Kevin, not Kevin. I call him Kevin. He is very good looking. He's a, he's a total bit. Yeah. But yeah, it ends. So now they have a move. So like at the end, Dan gets voted off. So now there's only two traitors. And so now the traitors have an opportunity to make a faithful, to, to invite someone to be one. a traitor. And the traitors tend to have a little bit more power than the faithful. And obviously, you know who they asked? Who? Peter. Oh my God. Peter's a killer now? Well, we he don't hasn't know. accepted. We don't know or if declined. he's accepting. Why is it a benefit to add more killers? Because you can vote, you can be in charge and like vote people off. And you're like, you're definitely alone. Okay. Well, you're not alone more. then, too. You have, you can play off each other and strategize. Then why would he say no? Why would he not want to be? Well, a I actually think it was actually, my first thought was they should pick Peter. And then quickly, I thought, you know what? They shouldn't pick Peter. <laughs> okay. They did pick Peter. I thought they should have picked um, Bergy because I thought Peter was too obvious. Peter was the ringleader. Yeah. And if I'm in Peter's group, if they come back, because they're going to announce it, because it's basically, you can invite a faithful to be a traitor, or you can kill someone. That's another part about the show. They're like, who should we murder? <laughs> it's very funny. It's not like, who should we kick some off? Like, who do we kill tonight? You know? It's so wild. And so, whatever Peter decides, the next day, they're going to figure out that either no one was murdered, or that now there's a new traitor. Question. Um, is Peter anonymously invited into this? Yeah. Okay, so he has no, no idea who the other two are. Correct. Peter doesn't know who the traitors are. He gets a card saying, we want to invite you to be one of us. And now he gets to decide. It ends on a cliffhanger. And no one knows he got the card. No one knows he got the card. And, and when Peter got the card, he wasn't sure. He thought the card would be, you're dead. Right. You got murdered. You said that uh, he figured out two. So that means that another faithful became a traitor. So Because it not it three? Yeah. So it's Phaedra. Parvati, Parvati and, Dan. and Dan. And Dan just got kicked off. Yeah. So, now, so they're trying to invite Peter to be their third. All right, yeah. now, I'm gonna, now I got a new show to watch. And, so <laughs> the reason, and, the, and the reason why I think it was a bit of a mistake to pick Peter is because the next day they're going to be like, all right, so no one was murdered, but now one of you is a traitor. Right. And right. so everyone's going to be like, who's that going to be? And the, and the faithful are going to be like, well, what would if I were a traitor, who would you pick? The I person would, who just sniffed out everything. Everyone else. I'd be like, I would pick Peter. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm one of the faithful, I would be like, 
Sorry, Peter, but if I'm a traitor, I would have asked you. This is Nick. Nick is really wanting to be on this show. I was going to say next <laughs> season. Yeah. Next season. It's like he, he every time you we're watching it, he talks about what he would do. And I'm like, OK, I get it. Go on the show. You guys should go on together. <laughs> oh, I would not be good. But Nick would be great. Oh, no, it would be good. <laughs> well, now they know. Yeah. I don't think I would be good. If Nick is casted for season three, just know he's a traitor. <laughs> so, I feel like I, I, think would, I would be a better faithful. I wouldn't be a faithful? good traitor. I would be bad at everything. I, I can't I, do any physical challenges and there's so many rules. I could never remember all these rules. I, I think I could be, I, I, I think awkward. I'd be good at sniffing out the traitors. I'm not a good liar. Yeah. Like, so if I were a traitor and someone's too. like, Nick, you're a traitor. I'd be like, no, I'm not. Like, like, I would be, it would be so obvious. Yeah, I don't know how you can control your like, like face, like my face would turn red. Yeah. You know, like when they were talking about Dan and, and when, Dan voted off Bergy because he was like, um, or he let's murder Bergy. And then Bergy had a shield and he came into the breakfast. I would be, I would be like, I'm out. You know, it's like, me. like his, I would have been so red. Yeah. I would have been me like, too. but yeah. if somebody was going to give you a quarter of a million dollars, do you think you could control your redness? No, I'm not I sure. I, I don't know. I think I'd have a hard time it, yeah. at, at more stakes. I'd be even worse at it. So I think I could pull off being a faithful, but traitor, I would be like, I murdered you. I'm sorry. Some people are so good at lying that they're like, they double down on the lie. They're insulted. You don't believe them. Yeah. And then you're like, maybe they aren't lying. Like they're mad at you for not no. believing them. Nick was never two hours it. late to Tom's podcast. They have to get, a ca <laughs> they have to get Vanderpump people because they are very good liars very convincing <laughs> ones uh and you have to be convincing liars to be a traitor on this show truth yeah um, yeah uh but yeah i'm uh they need to cast more bachelor people together like because they have a lot of housewives or they have multiple people from the challenge and they have multiple people from big brother and stuff like that like they only have one person from the bachelor and i'd be curious because the thing about the bachelor is there's less getting along and more rivalries in the bachelors so i actually could see bachelor people depending on who they casted not actually even being in alliance, you know, right. uh, with each other, but it really depends on who they cast. But they should definitely start casting more than one bachelor person. I thought it was like cool to see two people like when CT and Johnny Bananas were like, God, of course he's here. Like, I thought that was so yeah. funny. Yeah. Uh, so I like that they cast people from the same series because yeah, it's I, a fun dynamic. I want them to see you get like at least three bachelor people in one season and yeah. see how they interact. I thought that was fun. Yeah. I agree. All right. Well, check it out. Uh, it's our new favorite show. We'll be, uh, we'll keep talking about it. Uh, if you like strategy, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Lumi deodorant. Allie, what would you want in this very moment? Probably a deodorant wipe <laughs> if I could have one. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was just talking to Katie Maloney and Dana Kathan about this the other day. And I was like, guys, 10 out of 10 would recommend the deodorant wipes. Whether you're like me right now, a little sweaty from the gym, maybe you have a late night visitor and you haven't had time to clean up recently. Just, just a little whoosh, swipey swipe. Just swipe, yeah. swipey, swipey swipe. No problem. You can put them in your purse. Uh, you could have them in your car. I went to a wedding, forgot to put it on deodorant. Thank God I had my Lumi deodorant wipes because you just walk into the bathroom, wipe it down. You're good to go. Party on. Everyone needs some Lumi deodorant in their life. And not only... Do I love the deodorant wipes? I think the best way to get exposed to a variety of Lumi products is to start with the Lumi starter pack, which is perfect for new customers. So it comes with the solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice. So again, mini body wash, deodorant wipes, your choice and free shipping. So truly, it's the best in the game. You get you're all covered from Incredible. head to toe. And that's the best part about Lumi 
is because it was created by an OBGYN and saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. And Lumi has really created products that, again, you can be confident that you can use it anywhere you're sweating, anywhere you have that smell. As a special offer to our listeners, new customers get $5 off a Lumi starter pack with code VIALL at LumiDeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% off your starter pack when you visit LumiDeodorant.com and use code VIALL. Again, that's L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com, LumiDeodorant.com, code VIALL. Skims. We love a good skims. When it comes to tight-fitting clothing on your body, Skims is dominating the game. From underwear to bras to leggings, they have it all. Tonight, they have, like, great pajamas. I mean, Nally and I, we're, uh, we're full of Skims. There's something about their underwear, I will say, that is both flexible and durable. Uh, when it comes to men's underwear, usually it's kind of one of the one of the, one of the two. You either get really thin, kind of, like, breathable underwear, or, like, underwear that is more crunchy and rides up your crotch if i'm being crude but not with skims they like they they split the difference it's really great may i just take a moment please for the skims bras because i don't think that they're talked about enough so they have bras for any occasion any shirt any level of comfort or structure or maybe you just want things that are more like a bralette i recently tried the wireless form push-up plunge bra and i was so surprised that not only the support but the comfort and it had a nice little push-up to it and i feel like i always thought that in order to have the push-up you had to have something really uncomfortable with a lot of wires and foam and that was just not the case and i love like their racerback bralette that i can wear with like more of my halter tops and that i love because it has great structure again and that has just nothing in it it's just skims incredibly durable and supportive fabric i don't know how they do it i don't know what magic miss kim k is putting into this fabric but it's keeping me it's keeping me in all the right places and i'm extremely comfortable skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support plus every bra is designed with the comfiest and softiest materials so you'll feel like you're wearing nothing at all skims offers a complete system of bra solutions for every need and style skims bras are available now in 62 sizes 30a to 46h believe the hype skins has over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason. Skims bras are now available at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you after you place your order. Select podcasts in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. If you're looking for a gift for your Valentine or yourself, Skims just launched their best Valentine's shop ever. Also available at skims.com. Do we want to do a little housewives before we get to the bachelor? Like what's going on with Kyle Richards and uh Morgan Wade? Um, I mean, Morgan archived all of her photos with Kyle, which from How do we know it's an archive and not a delete? We know it's an archive because a source, and this is like in quotes, a source came out and said that it was for her new like project. So it's a work project. So she's just archiving oh, it is okay. what they said. That's but before the source came out and this the source came to entertainment, before she, they spoke out, people thought that it was like a breakup or friendship or relationship whatever way you interpret that because that's kind of what kyle's whole thing is right now i have heard a lot of people in bravo world suggest that ever since scandal happened that there are a handful of people trying to almost create their own scandal self-produce <laughs> uh i've heard people suggest that olivia from southern charm has tried to do that people have suggested that kyle it might be trying to do that with her and mauricio do you think that's fair? Do you think that's 
going on a little bit? I, I mean, or do you think that's fans creating the idea that it was Olivia to me is a little a little far fetched. I'm like, if anything, it's giving Austin and yeah. Taylor being that they're the ones that were hiding the their friendships. Well, just others. Olivia again. I think what I mean but by that is everyone's seen how Ariana has like cashing skyrocketed. In. So there's a lot of people trying to create, trying to be Ariana in their own way especially if they feel wronged by any of their peers through deceits, you know, being bad friends or being bad partners um, See, I to believe, try to capitalize. I believe that more with Kyle than I do with the Southern Charm people, just because I'm like, Kyle's a veteran. She's been on the show since the jump. She knows how to make headlines. She knows how to make people tune into a season. If your marriage is struggling, and as she said, she's been very transparent for the most part throughout the seasons of like what's going on in her life. So with all of the speculation with Morgan and their her marriage, everything, I'm just like, I don't know why you wouldn't be why this is the one thing you're now all of a sudden saying that you're not going to be direct about. Because it is it in the same breath, you're having Morgan on the show and tattooing your initial on her body. Like I best friends for years and I don't have an initial of anybody on my body. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, what does it take to get there that you need to kind of clarify if you've met this person two years ago and now inseparable, but we've never heard of them before. What's going on there? But initials, you can be like, well, you know, it means something else. I also think it's different because Morgan, in their defense, has so many tattoos that the K just kind of like blends in. I feel like it'd be different if like me having no tattoos suddenly was like a giant letter. She's just like, like let's love ketchup. <laughs> sure. But I'm like, I'm also like, it's a, their personal relationship where I'm like, she could have tattooed anything. Why would you choose your initial also? A star, an X. Because it wouldn't matter because it just blends into the collage of other tattoos. I'm like, to put your initial on another person's body says to me, I want you to look at that and think of me, but you could put not at the end of it and be like, it's K-N-O-T. It has nothing to do with Kyle, but you know. But you think that she is leaning into the storyline and being a little, like, you're not saying that she's like ending her marriage for the television show. I'm not saying anything. I just, these are, we, this is fan speculation. Well, that's what I think. I think if it was, you know, I think she's 100% working on her marriage. I'm not, I don't think that, I think they're separated or yeah, that, okay. they're, that they're actually having marital issues. I think that the cliffhanger of what else is going on, she knows that that's what everybody's hooking on to. And so therefore, we're not going to give you the answer. So you're going to tune in every week, hoping you get a little a little tidbit. And then it was I don't know how explicit I can be on this show, but it was like even you want. the demonstrating at the at the girls wine night with this. Oh, what what it, this is what scissoring is. And it's like, but g Google. Like, you don't need to demonstrate on Dorit. Like, you know what I mean? That it's like, oh, I would date a woman. And it's like, you're you're baiting us. Mm -hmm. You're saying, stop asking me about it. And then you bait us. And then they give us a flashback of you saying... My face is hot from saying that. <laughs> Scissoring. Scissoring. I was like, oh, Nat Natalie's mom's worse. here. <laughs> Nervous. <laughs> I think it's great TV. I love it. I'm like, I'm but living I, for it. I, I hate to see somebody's marriage fall apart and they have four children. Like, my God, I feel so terrible for their children. But like the are they, aren't they of the television show, I'm loving it. <laughs> that's why I'm tuning in every week. Really? They, they gave us none of it this week. And that's why I kind of feel like where I'm like, I'm not going to be shocked at the end of it if it's like, no, guys, we really are just friends and Mauricio <laughs> yeah. and I are staying together. And it's like, well, you got the ratings up for season 500. Yeah. I know. hope they stay together. I really like them as a couple. And I love Mauricio. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hate too. to see a, a marriage fall apart like that. Olivia, 
I agree with you. I could see Taylor and Austin being like, because I was listening to your interview that you guys did with Taylor. And I think you said something like, why bring this up at all? And she was like, because it's going to be talked about. If it happened off camera, off season, we are going to talk about it. And I was like, okay, like you guys brought this to life. Like they didn't have to talk about this at all. They're not together. Mm -hmm. If they really did just make out, do you guys think they just made out? Do you think they slept together? I actually think, I actually believe Taylor. Hmm. You think at this point that they would just say it if it happened? If they actually had sex, then it seems so bizarre to me that Austin is a part of this triangle and yet no one is questioning Austin. And it's like, whatever happened, Austin was a part of it. And yet Austin and Olivia are going on trips and hanging out and carrying on their friendship. To me, Olivia lost a lot of credibility with how she continued to choose to interact with Austin. That's fair. And I, and I think she felt so betrayed by her friend Taylor that it was just easier for her to just convince herself they definitely had sex. Because of, I just don't think, again, Taylor, she seems like a nice person, whatever. Yeah. I, I think she would just be like, fuck it. I, at this point, what does she have to gain by continuing to lie? Because no one really believes her. And eventually the truth, would it always comes out on reality TV. The truth always comes out on these fucking shows. Mm-hmm. So the fact that it hasn't come out yet and, and Taylor's still like, listen, I get it, but I haven't. I, I tend to believe Taylor. See, my thing is that knowing that Taylor still wants a friendship with Olivia, like, wouldn't you take that to the grave in hopes that it's just like it was just a make out? I don't need to, like, confess that we did more than because. Wait, so you're faulting her for telling at least some of the truth? It's not faulting. Like, for me, this is like when I'm talking about friendship and especially when it comes to loyalty and friendships, like I could never be friends with somebody who did something like that to me, where if I'm talking to you about this person and you're going out, making out with them, hooking up with them, whatever, to me, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. So I'm like, if Olivia, want, if whether they did or didn't, if Olivia sees it as they hooked up all the way or they made out, whatever it is, I'm like, the idea that you were capable of getting to that point behind my back, you might as well have. Yeah. I think that's how Olivia sees it, but I don't think everyone agrees with you. And I, and I see what you're saying, but and that's why I think in the spirit of not having to argue with fans or whether she should or shouldn't. Yeah feel this way it's just easier for olivia to believe they fucked yeah i mean i I just wonder like it's sort of this like trickling down of the truth it was like we're, we're learning little things and i think that maybe taylor's like she cannot learn that i lied about one more thing because mm-hmm. that will just further reinforce that like whether she did or didn't i'd be like i am so doubled down on this lie i could never tell a person and I don't know. I find it hard to believe the two people are like making out and talking to the stops there and they talk to their families. I find it hard to believe, but I, I really don't know. I think if she slept with them, she's taken it to the grave. She, she cannot like let another thing out. It's possible. But I'm with you of like, it's so bad already. I, me personally, I'd be like, yeah, we fucked. I don't know. You got me. Yeah. I don't know. I could be wrong, but I tend, to, I maybe I'm going to be gullible, but I tend, I, I'm believing, I think. I think Taylor did not have sex with Austin. And again, to me, I'm like, it really doesn't make a difference whether she did or didn't. You still had somebody's full trust and they were confiding in you about that person. And you can say that you didn't think about me, but that's. Yeah. And those are and those are consequences of Taylor's actions, regardless of if they had sex. Right. Or not. All right. Let's let's close it off with the bachelor. There's only really one thing to talk about. And that's uh, is it Sydney? What's her name? Sydney. 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 Before we get into obviously Natalie has. A very articulated her um, thoughts on Joey's looks. Um, you ladies, before we started, is he actually seem like a nice guy or is he just hot? 
because everyone's just like, oh, he just seems like such a good guy. And I I'm just, both. we've had Zach, we've had uh, Clayton, and, you know, Bachelor Nation wasn't necessarily in love with him from the jump. He seems just normal to me. Like, Zach seemed like this robot. Um, Clayton is so earnest. I feel bad for him. He's like his own worst enemy. This Joey just, I love a Philly guy. He's just, see, he just seems like a normal dude. He's easygoing, but I will say that I'm like, I'm not like panting when I look at him. I think he's a good looking dude, but I'm like watching him. I'm like, oh no, his personality definitely makes him so much more endearing and like, sure, you know, he just doesn't give me like slime bag or like anything like where I'm like, oh, something's going to come out mid season. I'm like, no, he's just like a genuine sweetheart that cares about their well-being. He did say last season to charity that he can be, what was his language he used? Like difficult or stubborn boyfriend or something. I'd love to learn more about that. He did say something in this episode, like I can be a little more quiet, reserved, and I've had a problem with that in relationships. And I think he meant like, oh, he said he doesn't like emote a lot, something like Mm -hmm. that. And that's been an issue in his relationships before. He just seems like a normal guy. I think he's cute. I don't know. I'm into it. Okay. I want to know Natalie's articulation. He's not great TV because like I want Clayton having like a meltdown with all these women and they're in this museum and everybody's crying and it's echoing throughout the building. I'm not going to get that from this guy. I But I, I, I'm I glad that we have a Bachelor. I'm just tired of people just kind of hating on the, the Bachelor. I think Bachelor Nation didn't really want to say it, but I think they're glad they have a Bachelor that they think is hot. Yeah. And that they desire. And I think they're giving Joey every benefit of the doubt because he's easy to look at. And I think other bachelors like Zach and Clayton, it was more like, we're just waiting for you to step in it because we don't like looking at you. I like, I think objectively they're very good looking men. Yeah. Oh, no, they are. Objectively, they're all one percenters, but no one's talking about Joey the way they talked about Zach. Seems really normal. Zach, I was like, is this guy going to emote at all ever? But what has Joey done? Really nothing. You're right. <laughs> he's just he's easy to watch. He doesn't like swing me in either direction. Because he's, he's got those green there. eyes. <laughs> he just he does seem like a guy I'd meet at a bar and I would sleep with him. <laughs> Curly hair, like he's just cute. I think he's so cute. No, it's like all the women are just like they're I was watching this, especially this season, it really reminds me just of all the trauma dumping the bachelors have to endure mm-hmm. every day. It's just like, I didn't get along with my dad. I didn't get along with my parents. But because I'm here with you, I feel like I can fall in love. It's like, holy shit. I mean, I don't, I don't even know if I should be dating you now. Have you worked on yourself? Like, <laughs> holy fucking shit. I'm not going to be able to, like, save you. But that's how they all talk to him. I thought about that. Uh, I can't remember whose date it was this episode. But, yeah, she was, like, talking about, like, her relationship growing up with her father and everything. And I was like, do you know how many dates it would take me to get to a place to where I am just sharing this with you? Yeah. And it's just like, I've never felt so seen and trusted. And I was like, for for a week. Do you feel like it's manufactured intimacy? They're just like, this is how I'm going to stand out. I'm going to talk about my, what, a cochlear implant? What is it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, this is the thing that's going to make me have like. Cochlear. Are you horny? Cochlear. (laughs) (laughs) I own a sex toy company. I'm always horny. (laughs) Uh, It's cochlear. Cochlear. (laughs) You're like, sorry, I'm just thinking of (laughs) cock. I know it's cochlear, actually. <laughs> Ashley and I were talking about it this morning. She said co- cochlear, and I oh, laughed no, out loud. Um, I think this girl's, I think people are just like, let me manufacture some type of intimacy with this person. 
I'm not going to do it with some like cute story about the mall. So I'm going to tell you that my mom didn't love me. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's always been a winning formula, like from decades of of, of Bachelor watching. It's how, well, it's how yeah. vulnerable. Anything we know from this season, it's that they're all fans. They're all fans. Yeah. That's, and that's what I think most frustrating about it. And what I think we appreciate so much of the Golden Bachelor is like, these women, they're not even getting notes from producers. They're like, no, no, no I got this. I, this. I, don't, I don't know how this works. I'm I know down. who I am. Um, so I have something sad to tell you. Um, you know, ready to corner this girl in the bathroom, make her cry. It's a lot of. It's a lot of that. Is Sydney an actual dangerous person? Yes or no? I mean, I think she's exactly what you said. I think she's just like, hold my beer. This is this is the episode where I'm going to go to him and I'm going to tell him that people are bullying different people and I'm going to name the girl. I'm going to create this whole thing of drama. Like, I think she's like, I'm going to be the drama. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah. the problem. It's me. But and, do you think that's her uh, on this show or do you think that's who she's always been? And when I say dangerous, I mean, like, she accused someone of bullying. Verbally is, assaulting uh, her. Uh, verbally assaulting, bullying. That's those are dangerous words. People, you know get canceled for being bull and rightfully so sure. uh, or being verbally uh, abusive and, and assault mm -hmm. and, and things like that. That is a cr crazy thing to she say. used were really like dangerous. shocking to see and they are dangerous. And I want to like preface saying like everybody's experience is what it was. So if, she, if her experience, if she feels that she has been verbally assaulted, I guess it's valid. But like those words she was using take away from people that actually have been verbally assaulted by people that have been screamed at, lit up, sworn at. That like wasn't what happened in that conversation. All that what's other Do you think name? that we saw Maria? everything? Maybe. Uh, do you? I, yeah, I I do. I think if yeah, I do. If there was like screaming they would have aired it. Probably. I don't think they're protecting anyone. But even then I'm just like I, it, whether you feel that way, whether it's valid, whether it's not, you have the option of pulling said person aside and being like, hey, this is how that made me feel versus going to The Bachelor and being like, this person is labeled bully, labeled this. Well, they never want them to end up with a, with, you know, a like they person. care so much about who they end up with that they're like, you can't end up with someone who would bully other women. Well, but with that being said, though, I mean, I, I think I have like a interesting take on it to where I'm just like, but for me, it's the inverse is that the idea of somebody who actually didn't verbally assault you, who actually isn't bullying you, but you say that you're now victimizing yourself and creating the title to that person that they're a bully without their input, without even having a conversation based off of their actions, how it made them feel. So it's just like, to me, is that dangerous? Yes, because now you're creating a narrative about a person and they don't even get a say in it. But you've already established them, not only the bad guy, the villain, but that they're doing it intentionally. You know what I mean? So like for me, like that's dangerous because it's like you're not even allowing somebody to have a say in who they are as a person, how they're being perceived to another person. You're just trying to get ahead in the game, which I get it. That's what we're watching for. But mm -hmm. at the same time, to me, that that's very dangerous. The word she used shocked me to my core. I could I was like, all Maria did was disagree with you. And she might have sworn in her. She didn't swear at you. She wasn't screaming. She just disagreed with you. Mm -hmm. And you removed yourself from the conversation. She's like, I'm not doing this. Yelling and screaming. She yelled. When she called, uh, what's her name? Her very close friend. I laughed out loud. <laughs> I'm like, you've known her for 12 hours. <laughs> Hello. Didn't you just get here yesterday? Do you not have real friends? <laughs> We're very good friends. I needed a protector. It's like what? Uh, and then her uh, her cheerleader talent. talent. 
was really something. Do you something. think that was edited? Do you think they put together just like pure silence? Because I feel like I, those golden ladies would have at least that, thrown yeah. her something. That definitely, I the crowd reaction could have very well been edited. Maybe not. I'm also like, how long were we there? And what slot did she have? Because yeah. if that was the 10th slot going in after the song, I would have been yeah, like. People would be like, yeah, cool. You kay. can share. Totally. That's a great point. Yeah. <laughs> great point. That, that's definitely a possibility. I'm so sad I signed up for extra work today. But props to whoever. Who's, who's the one who sang? Props to her. Edwina, oh. wasn't it? But she, I mean, she was, for someone who says she doesn't sing, pretty damn good. I couldn't have done something like that. Also for a hot take, I just love the fact that we're bringing Renaissance names back. Edwina, I haven't heard that name since like <laughs> Shakespeare. Like I'm, I, I just love it. <laughs> we're bringing it back. I'm literally oh going to go through like Shakespeare work of arts and be like future baby's name. <laughs> Do you think, I can't really remember, like in the Bachelor franchise, the person that goes to the Bachelor and is like, I just care about you so much. And I just want you to know that this girl's a boy. Does that girl usually go home? Never. It, and, oh, yeah. Oh, usually. No, they, like, she, they, they don't they never stick win. around. No. They never win, right? Yeah. So, like, I think she thinks she's like doing something here, but I'm like, historically, you are going home. Yeah, I think she thing. knows that she's probably not going to win. And this is her like chance at TV for sure. It's okay. Just, but I, I do think this is who Sydney is in life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she's been a mean girl most of her life, and she does it by accusing other people of doing the very thing that she is actually guilty of. That's like perfect. I'm sure fun. there will be a TikTok that comes up that someone's like, She'll I probably went to high school with them, yeah. and they bullied me, and now they're on TV, and you this know, is, here's our yearbook photo. We were in the same 4-H club. That happens. Yeah, that'll definitely happen. If it's, yeah. ha I'm sure probably already has happened for this season. Maria seemed so shocked and whether that was an act or not, she seemed like genuinely like confused and surprised those words were used against her and I was her, I'd be like, bitch, I'm gonna play this game so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just lost because I'm gonna be the best contestant on this show. You've got your whiteboard just like. What, what is your, rea if, if you could, Reina, any reality TV show you could be a contestant on? There is not enough money in the world to get me on a reality television show. Okay, fine. But what would you, if, if there was, what would I you thrive in? Because I have the luxury in? of talking shit if, and I'm If there was it. no consequences. None. What one would you go on? I think I'd go on the one where I like, just like the, like want to hang out with the cast the most. My answer would have been Summer House. Because I was like, cool, I get to have a, my job during the week. You only film me on the weekends and randomly during the week when there's something going on. But you accept the fact that I have a real job. And then I just party on the weekends in a lovely Hamptons house. Done. I love Easy. your answer. Yeah. Answer. It doesn't. It's like the reality show that doesn't have to become your whole life. Yeah. But it could be your yearly paycheck. I like that answer. Baby, if they invited us both on Traders, would you come with me? Um, Mom, would you watch our daughter? <laughs> well, that's. This is a. She lined up childcare. <laughs> she was like, mom. sorry, let me be a mother she... and make sure my child is watched. <laughs> how, mu how much heat would we get if we showed up to Traders with a, th oh, like a, like a three would month old? Voted uh, with a three month old. <laughs> it's like a sympathy vote. They're like, well, they're parents. We gotta keep them here. I was like, you guys showing up as a couple. One of y'all is gone day she's one. Like, they're like, <laughs> in, uh, I'm just. She's always on my chest. I'm just a dad trying to get by. Guys, I'm just trying to like feed my kid and pay for her college, you know? They're accusing your baby of being the traitor. Yeah. <laughs> what um, reality show would you guys want no part of being on the cast? Like there's not a dollar amount literally in the world that would get you on it. Special Forces. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, Vanderpump. Okay. Why Vanderpump and not like Housewives? Because Van the Vanderpump cast, they're fucking pro. You know, like I don't, I don't have what it takes to be that messy. 
<laughs> you know, and not give a fuck. I just, for all of the TV I've made, and I've made some TV, it was, they've, these people are really leaning in. They're in. They're to in a point it. where I, I couldn't do that. I couldn't, I couldn't be that giving. I mean, I, what those, what, what the Bravo, like the Vanderpumps or some of the housewives, like what they sacrifice on a personal level, I don't think people fully appreciate. I agree with you. Yeah. I think Summer House was such a good take because it's like, that doesn't have to be their whole personality, their whole lives. They do just film it on the weekends in the summer and they go back to their it's lives. Like Paige DeSorbo's got, labeled the girl that lays in bed all day. I'm like, can I get that and a paycheck? That's fantastic. Okay, I take. I, I know which, what I would be on. I would be Paige's role on Southern Charm. I live for Paige. Just her silly little like one-liners are so funny and she doesn't really have to participate. Yeah. That's the role I would That's be. I'd be at the girlfriend of somebody who's the, the main cast. Yes. Of the main character. She just yeah. gets to be like she she says like a funny line and she leaves that's the role i would want and i, I think a show that i would never want to be a part of would be housewives but it'd probably be like more like a beverly hills housewives because one like in my like 50s 40s 50s like i don't i would like to have a nice dinner party and not have like just shit sh hit the fan every single time I get catering and interior decorating and everything. And then you guys just like bring some like only fan. Like, no, not not today. So I think like that where I'm just like anything that's supposed to be a nice setting, they find a way to just ruin it. And I'm just like, oh, vacation in Bermuda. We're going to have a survivor level like soliloquy and voting somebody off the island. Like, no. I couldn't imagine sitting one down for one of those like housewives dinners. Fuck it's like, no. here Never. we go. It's like, I feel like there's a <laughs> producer on the other side with a cue card that's like, bring up Dorinda's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> it would be even worse if it was like Real Housewives of Dallas and like no one watches. That. <laughs> so true. <laughs> so. That's hysterical. You're like, I put my whole life on the line. Nobody even watches No one even watches this shit. Like, Andy Cohen doesn't even invite me on Watch What Happens Live. That's so funny. That's shocking did, that Dallas can't. Did they even get a reunion? These are good housewives. <laughs> did they? <laughs> did, all, yeah. Did, Is it even, did they even continue the season or did they just stop? They just stopped. I'm learning, Nobody knew. I'm learning no for the first time that this franchise exists. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. is, did they get a reunion? If you have to uh, ask, it's a bad show. Yeah. <laughs> you would think Dallas would be good. It canceled. Get to be, Mo to Monica. Be fair, they got four seasons. They so did? They, they had four. that, yeah. That's news to all of us. Salt Lake, Salt Lake allegedly has two new housewives. Already? No. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen the rumor of uh, the Real Housewives of New York and that they're going to mesh the cast together with like Luann, Sonia? And then like Jessel I and hope that's true. versus the old. I hope that's true. You like it. Yeah. Interesting. I just feel like the housewives, if you watched Roni Legacy, I feel like they've like broken like the fourth wall to the fullest where they're like, well, our our season, our series is the number yeah. one that I'm like, it'll be interesting to see these people who are kind of like living as if it's in their past. And these people who just got onto the show being like, well, I'm going to go look at this apartment. Well, I remember season two in my apartment. And like, Andy Cohen put me on pause. Yeah. Oh, Dorinda's on it, too. I want every reality TV show to stop pretending that they're not TV shows and stop pretending that the Internet doesn't exist and embrace the fact that these shows go beyond the shows itself and lean into it, which I think would make it more authentic because it would allow we always like The Bachelor. It's like we know everything they're doing we know what they're aiming for we know the social media aspect but they're all pretending that's not part of the equation right. and they're not you know and i think it would just be more authentic if all of these shows 
just embraced that it's 2024. I think Vanderpump has to do that this season. Yeah. That's what I'm liking about it is like they actually have to acknowledge that these things have happened in the world. Yeah. But in like a bachelor reference to that, though, like if a girl got on there on an interview and was like, listen, I've got 20,000 followers. It'd be kind of dope to get to 60. And if I find love, that would be cool. Like you don't think she'd be home, sent home. No, she would. But one. I think it would create other conversations and allow it to just be named. And I just think it would because like, I hate the pretending mm -hmm. that we're not talking about the thing that everyone knows is existing. Right. OK. OK. Yeah, I think it would a nice, add a nice dynamic. I think you're right. Like, I feel like I've watched the same season 20 times now. And once the shock value goes off, like, I can't believe she said that, then it's like, oh, we kind of allow it to, like, normalize and not be penalized for it. Yeah. Like, I worry that I'm not going to get any good tea this season. I worry I'm not going to get Zach crying to Jesse that he had sex with somebody while Jesse looks at him like he has three heads. Like, bro, this is what you're here for. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm not going to get that this year. Well, I heard from people in the know that and they told me that this season ends in a way that's never happened before and they gave me the actually it's true not the jesse palmer chris harrison you've never seen this before but we all have they told me that me. i don't know what it is but oh. that and, and they were serious about it maybe they were just hoping i would say this very thing on this show <laughs> uh and but we'll see we'll see if it holds true but they claim you know, per the ending that we saw at the beginning of the season, that whatever happens is jaw dropping. So we'll see. Uh -huh. I really. They I... actually get engaged at the end. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They just we stay together. together. We're like, yeah. what? They actually last. I just, I uh... miss the rush of Clayton and all these girls crying in a very echoey room. I miss it. I stopped watching because I. answer. <laughs> Because I just want an, an engagement at the end. I'm like, I used to be sucked in because I was like, there's no way this type of experiment could work. And then when they get engaged, I don't care if you guys break it off three months from now, but like at least like let me play into the fantasy because I did not watch you guys date 20 people. Well, I think the goal of the show is to lean more into the love. Yeah. So we'll see if that happens. I want to rock on a finger. Well, I think that's a great place to end it. <laughs> um, let's go have a baby. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> You're gonna be so great. I, I wish I could help more. Well, I asked you to try out my breast pump last night, and you refused. So oh, that's <laughs> she wanted me to milk myself last night on on your nipple. I wanted him to feel what I was gonna have to feel, which is fair. And Seems I said normal. I would do it. I'm like I'm totally I have down. to go through so much, and you have to go through nothing. Like that's the least you can do yeah. is put this little pump on your nipple and just like let it tug on it a that's little. That's how I feel about butt sex. You do it first. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to make that yeah. such a disgusting reference because your baby's a beautiful thing. <laughs> I'm like, if I have to go through this, why don't you? Do you want me to do Truly. that today before we go in? There's a lot that I would love. I I, I want to strap a watermelon or a couple to you and okay. see how you can tie your shoes or pick something off the ground. But I've know? never doubted that it's hard. <laughs> no, no, no. I know that. I just want to watch you. You, you suffer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Am I allowed to like ask about like did you did you have you has your water broken? Is that no, they're gonna break it. So that's why you're getting induced. Yeah. yeah. They're gonna um what I've heard, they're gonna put a Foley balloon in my cervix and blow it up to dilate me to like four centimeters. You're getting like the 
What is the epidural? I will be getting an epidural. Okay. Yeah. I would love, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bless yeah. you. Bless you know, we're taking all the advice from our this, doctors. I don't need to be, this, I don't need to be a brave, my mom did four, no drugs, and like, I, I don't need to be her. Your mom should go on special forces. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Literally. There's nothing she like, can't do. She did it. I don't need to. You know, I can tell my daughter that her grandma did it with no drugs. Damn. Wow. You know, oh, I'm saying give me, me it all. Give me everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Well, you're so, gonna be great. I wait. believe in modern medicine. Heck yeah. yeah. Ladies, thanks so much for joining. Thank so you much guys fun for talking having us. Can you please us. plug all the things that you would like to plug? Uh yeah. You can follow me and our show at Girls Gotta Eat Podcast. We talk about sex, dating, relationships every week. It's a comedy show, really fun. It's great. And I thank you. Nick's been on it. His episode is great. And uh my Instagram is Raina.greenberg. And you can follow me on Instagram and TikTok at CRC Robinson. I talk pop culture, fashion, and skincare beauty. And also uh, www.crcrobinson.com for uh, my blog. Go follow all of the above. Ladies, we hope to have you back in the future. I Always can't lovely. Wait. Yeah. Always uh, thanks for listening, guys. Don't forget to send in those questions at asknickatthevilefiles.com for all things texting hours. Ask Nick, you know the drill. And on Thursday, this week of Going Deeper. We have the one, the only, the iconic Denise Richards joining the Vile Files. It's um, one you certainly won't want to miss. You're crazy. Bye.